Greetings and welcome to another Tomorrow's World webcast. My name is Wallace Smith. It's wonderful to have you here. This article uh, in November in The Federalist really grabbed my attention, uh, November 2nd, 2016. It's by Joy Pullman. Uh, she's managing editor there at The Federalist. And the title is, It's Not Airbnb's Job to Check Me for Bigotry. Now, if you're not familiar with Airbnb, it's sort of like a Uber for housing. If you're not familiar with either of those, let me explain. Let's say you want to travel to Maine. Maybe you're a Texan like me. You want to travel to Maine, and you want to stay someplace. You want to stay someplace nice and homey, not a big hotel chain, uh, not a bunch of corporately managed condos. Airbnb actually has is a network where people can put their own homes up, space they own, say they have a, a room where they are that they want to be able to rent out to travelers, uh, do kind of a little personal bed and breakfast or something. And it connects those people for decent prices. Many people just love the service. I've heard from a number of people that use it pretty regularly for their traveling. However, many people will no longer be able to use it. Uh, the article talks about that. The author in particular, Ms. Pullman, had been using it. But she writes, well, not anymore. In a supremely arrogant act of needless virtue signaling, the short-term rental website has banned people with either religiously or scientifically informed views about human sexuality, or both. Uh, she says that now you have to sign a religious creed. Now, it's not technically, I guess, perhaps a religious creed, but in a very real sense, it is. Uh, you could at least call it a worldview creed. Uh, there's this document, they call it the Airbnb Community Commitment. And if you're going to log on, in fact, if you've logged on since, about the time this is going to be aired, you may have already seen it. Uh, it's a note from Airbnb, and it's a note to all of their users and lets them know what's going to be required of them if they want to continue using the service. Uh, it starts off from Airbnb. It says, hi. Earlier this year, we launched a comprehensive effort to fight bias and discrimination in the Airbnb community. As a result of this effort, we're asking everyone to agree to a community commitment beginning November 1st, 2016. Agreeing to this commitment will affect you, uh, your use of Airbnb, so we wanted to give you a heads up about it. Oh, doesn't that sound nice? Uh, the next subhead says, what is the community commitment? And they write, if you're going to use their service in any way, here's what they write you have to agree to. It says, you commit to treat everyone, regardless of race, religion, national origin, ethnicity, disability, sex, gender identity, sexual orientation, or age, with respect and without judgment or bias. And they point out that if you are unwilling to sign to that commitment, uh, starting November 1st and going forward, then you can neither book a residence with Airbnb, nor can you rent out a residence with Airbnb. You cannot use that service for those things unless you agree to this commitment. It really is remarkable. Actually, Ms. Pullman takes it apart really pretty well in her Federalist article. Uh, she points out that it's like saying, we're going to discriminate against our customers, but our customers aren't allowed to do the same. I thought that was actually pretty funny. It's like they're trying to, to stamp out bigotry by being a different kind of bigot. They just want certain kinds of bigots. Um, she mentions here, as a private company, Airbnb should be free to discriminate. But when it tells me that they get to do it and I don't, I'm going to call their leaders ignorant hypocrites. Uh, a little name calling there in the article. 
She makes a good point. You know, if you're a Muslim family and you believe you really want to rent out your place, but you have certain restrictions, you don't want maybe a homosexual couple or a transgender person, you should be allowed to do that. Um, if you have a place up a flight of stairs and you know it's going to be difficult for people with heart conditions and feel nervous about renting to those, you should be able to say, hey, a place like this is not, is not something for people with heart conditions. They should reconsider. She says people do it all the time on Airbnb. They'll say, oh, you know, no kids. Well, isn't that some kind of discrimination, or we don't want smokers. Isn't that some kind of discrimination? Uh, it's, just, it's just strange, and it is irrational. And that really brings me to the two things I want to say that are highlighted by Airbnb's very strange statement. One is that it simply represents the growing irrationality of this world's dominant worldview. Uh, this socially fashionable approach to life and bigotry uh, is inherently irrational. For them to say, we don't want any of our users uh, to discriminate against people because of their religion, and therefore we're going to discriminate against you because of your religion, it makes absolutely no sense. There's not really a gram of good logic in that statement whatsoever. And anytime you get away from the laws of God, from the foundation of what God has designed in the world, you always introduce irrationality. Sometimes it just takes time for it to man itself, manifest itself more thoroughly. But the other point I want to make is this. We can expect more of this. Jesus Christ said in places like in Matthew 10 and Matthew 24 that anyone who really stands for His name, which is more than a name, it's what He taught. It's what He stood for. It's the laws of God that He believed in. Anyone who chooses to stand for those things should expect increasing persecution. Uh, really, Airbnb's move here is hardly the beginning, but even more importantly, it is hardly the last you are going to see. Thanks for watching. Please check out everything we have available at tomorrowsworld.org.